Hello, Canada, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony. Hello, Canada. Tony here. Today's date is May 21st, 2020. I hope you enjoyed our full episode that was published last night. And I had apologized that the audio quality might not be very good, but actually it turned out okay. There was a quite the rainstorm here last night, so I was a little concerned because I was having a hard time with my signal dropping out with, with Lewis, so I didn't wasn't sure that the... Uh, I wasn't sure that the recording was going to go so well, but it sounded good. So if you haven't listened to last night's full episode yet, please do so after this rant. And as promised in last night's episode, there was going to be a rant or two this week because there was a few topics that we had left on the table yesterday. Um, we try to keep our show right in the 45 minutes range. So if we do have extra material, this is where we dispense it is in having a short little rant. And oftentimes our rants will grow out of the episodes and think, oh, here's an extra point I wanted to make. In this case, I wanted to talk about Canada's economy. And of course, our economy is absolutely devastated at this point in time. And that falls squarely on Prime Minister Trudeau and his government's absolutely horrible economic policies, horrible policies. And... They've devastated the largest industry in Canada, which is the energy industry, through punitive taxation and burdensome regulation and absolutely horrible government policy put into law. I mean, we've rallied and railed about Bill C-69, Bill C-48, carbon tax. The Trudeau government is the most anti-oil government Canada has ever had, probably the most rabid leftist radical government we've ever had. And Mr. Trudeau, of course, is doing absolutely everything he can to placate China and continues to campaign for a worthless non-voting seat on the United Nations Security Council and honestly has forgotten what Canada is about in the meantime, other than to hold his daily press conferences and continue to throw money around. And that's where I want to go with this, this rant is that Mr. Trudeau has, he, I think he was out of touch all along because he is just a Laurentian elitist who has grown up with a silver spoon in his mouth, rich kid living off of his grandfather's fortune into a trust fund. So He's always been rich and always will be rich and has enriched himself handsomely during his time in politics. And when asked about the economy, of course, everybody remembers his very famous projection that the budget will balance itself. You know, if we grow the economy from the heart out, that is, of course. And so now that we've shut the economy down because of the pandemic 
Now, whether or not that was the right decision to make, well, history will be the judge of that. Anybody who's listened to even the last few shows of Canadian Common Sense certainly knows what my thoughts are on that whole shutdown. But Mr. Trudeau, when asked, well, how do we revamp the economy? How do we kickstart jobs? How do we get back on track and try to cut down what is going to be about a $300 billion deficit this year? Yes, that's right. Our deficit is is going to be in the neighborhood of $300 billion. Now, yes, you're going to say, oh, the parliamentary budget officer last projected it to be about $252 billion. Where's this extra money coming from? Well, that was over a week ago, and Mr. Trudeau continues to hand out more millions and millions and billions every day. So by the time he is done, we will easily be $300 billion in the red for a deficit because of even just regular program spending because you can't really budget for the number of people who are on EI who are going to be applying for the CERB, the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. He has extended the the business response benefit or whatever it's called to uh, to help businesses with the, with the business wage subsidy. So our deficit is going to be huge. And so you'd think that Mr. Trudeau, enjoying his role as spokesperson for the country in his daily press briefings, where he's all too happy to, well, really he just throws money around, doesn't even espouse much of his wisdom. But you would want to think that the leader of this country would have a plan for reopening of the economy. Every province does, and to his credit, Mr. Trudeau has let the provinces do their own thing and let the provinces lead, and they should, because they have a better feel for what their people need and what their people are doing. Although I would even argue that in the case of my beloved Saskatchewan because we never should have shut down in the first place. But I've opined about that several times. The only thing Mr. Trudeau was able to say about the economy is, well, that we we will need immigrants for our, our recovery. To which I said, what? And he said, we will need immigrants, more immigrants, to help our recovery. Now, if you remember back a a few, probably a few weeks ago, Lewis had done a rant and he had talked about the number of jobs lost in Canada because of COVID-19 and which I will continue to call the Wuhan virus, by the way. And the number of jobs that were lost was somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 million jobs. And Mr. Trudeau still thinks we need to bring in more immigrants to the tune of 310,000 this year. Yes, 310,000 immigrants into Canada. I'm guessing he wants more liberal voters, so he'll have to fast-track citizenship. Oh, he did mention that there was going to be a fast-tracked way to citizenship. Right. Now... You, you've heard it being said that, oh, these immigrants are coming in to work in the agricultural sector in Ontario and the meatpacking plants in Alberta and 
these immigrants are coming in to do the jobs that Canadians won't do. And for that reason, we need to fast track them into citizenship. So I have two problems with that. Number one, once if these immigrant, these temporary foreign workers are given permanent resident status, will they suddenly become the Canadians that don't want to do these jobs, quote unquote? Number two, and this is something we talked about last night on on our show, and it's what continues to make my blood boil when there's talk about this universal basic income. And Lewis hit it right on the head last night when he had said one of his friends in business can't find workers because people would rather sit at home collecting $2,000 a month to do nothing than to go out and work. And they would make more than $2,000 a month by working, but maybe not a lot more, or at least in their calculation, not enough more that it makes it worth their time to go out and work when they can sit at home and collect free money. Now, these temporary foreign workers, speaking of free money, when entering Canada, are being asked to self-quarantine for 14 days, and Mr. Trudeau, ever so generous with Canadian taxpayer money, has offered to pay them to self-quarantine for 14 days. Well, had I been required to self-quarantine for 14 days, there would be no check for me. Oh, but I guess I'm the Canadian taxpayer. I need to pay the money. I don't need to get the money. And see, this is the problem with paying people not to work because the whole idea of these are jobs Canadians won't do. Well, guess what? If Canadians have no money coming in, and need to have money coming in, they will do those jobs. And we have a whole influx of students coming into the economy for summer holidays, as they always do every year when school gets out. And instead of suggesting, well, these students can come and fill some of these jobs, and that has been suggested by by a journalist, not just my idea, Mr. Trudeau again decided that, no, no, we are going to have a student relief program and we're going to have make work projects for students and apply here to to this such and such government website job bank. And I said, again, the government does not produce anything. Go to work. Go to work. There are jobs there waiting to be filled and granted farm labor is not for everyone and granted there are jobs out there that are not for everyone but you know what they are for anyone who needs a job right now or needs a paycheck there is no such thing as work that is below anybody work is dignified so get to work just go to work We do not need 310,000 immigrants to fill jobs when there are millions, literally millions of Canadians who are unemployed. And those Canadians should not and are not entitled to money out of your pocket or out of my pocket so they can sit at home and get paid not to work. There is the problem with this universal basic income. 
if you pay people not to work, people won't work. So stop handing out free money. Get to work. And that even applies to you, Mr. Trudeau. Get Parliament going again. I am fully behind Andrew Scheer in his push to get you and your government to get to work. This is what we pay you for. We don't pay you $350,000 as a base salary for Mr. Prime Minister Trudeau to stand in front of a microphone in front of your cottage and give a 15-minute presser every day. Get to work. Get Parliament going. Get our economy going. Get regulations out of the way so that we can get to work. Stop handing out free money to immigrants. Stop temporary foreign workers. Well, I'm sorry. I should precision matters. Stop handing out free money to students not to work. Stop handing out free money to anybody. You throw so much free money around the world and we get nothing in return. Get to work. Canada, get to work. Most importantly, Mr. Trudeau, get to work.